0: Hello! Hello.
1: (laughs) It has begun, this wonderful podcast that has been in the making for how long? (laughs)
0: Yeah, I know. (laughs) (laughs) All right, well, we might as well say hello to our listeners. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Would you like to go them?
0: (laughs) Yeah, sure, you can
1: introduce them. Okay, um, well, hello, my name is Janet. I am a British slash south african traveler it feels weird saying that because i'm not traveling at this point in time (laughs) um but i am an english teacher and i've worked in thailand that's how liz and i know each other and i worked in moscow and that's as a teacher but I've also worked in the states and obviously in the UK and I've traveled to other places just with holidays and it's definitely one of my favorite hobbies Um, I could talk about travel all day long so this podcast is kind of a perfect idea um, and it's going to be a fun time hopefully (laughs) so well that's a brief little introduction about me what about you?
0: Yes, so that was great, Janet. So I'm Liz (laughs) and I'm an American and ethnically I'm Vietnamese and I'm a traveler. I love solo traveling the most, Um, but I did meet Janet when we were both in Thailand as English teachers. And currently I'm an English teacher in Thailand. I've also lived in Morocco. Um, I'm living in Thailand now and I've gone to many countries for just holiday trips. I love traveling so much. Um, I love writing about it, talking about it, and sharing with others. So that's kind of a brief introduction of me. Uh,
1: Lovely. (laughs) (laughs) So this podcast, what things are we expecting? or what can our listeners expect? Obviously travel, but um, I guess there'll be some of our own travel stories, advice, um, just bits of fun, I guess. Definitely. (laughs) Yeah, so um, I was going to say something else, and my mind's gone blank now, which is always good, but we'll we'll move. (laughs) I would say, though, for our
0: listeners, what they can expect is like some real advice and stories, and also both of us are solo travelers, Mm -hmm. so that's kind of what we're trying to do here is just tell other people how they can travel the world solo... Uh, real advice um, and just how they
1: can do it yeah sounds good to me and yeah hopefully there'll be it'll be a lot of fun it won't just be like uh, you know you, you get those kind of self-help kind of books which are just sort of standard information and advice we kind of want it to be more like personal really don't we and like you know we've been there and done that <laughs> we know, well we, I say we know what we're doing that's subject to opinion but (laughs) I'd like to think we know what we're doing so yeah I think it would be a nice way to um share our advice with the wannabe solo travelers out there or those who have done it and kind of don't know what to do next or I don't know something like that right yeah
0: I mean with solo travel the biggest thing about it is I think it's just like if you want to travel and you have that feeling or like that travel bug as they say, Mm. you don't have to wait for others. And I think that's the funnest part of being able to share
1: our travels
0: is because a lot of people they think that they have to wait for other people to go and see the world, but that's not necessarily true.
1: Yeah, yeah, I agree. And I think when when you've done it once, it's so much easier to carry on doing it and you sort of know it's not that scary or that bad or you know you learn a lot and um it is just taking that jump if we're being metaphorical here yeah (laughs) jumping off the edge yeah
0: (laughs) (laughs) we love it (laughs) yeah the first time is definitely the scariest though like Mm -hmm. i don't know about your experience on your first solo
1: trip or where was your first solo trip Mm -hmm so mine was i I did it quite uh i don't know what the word is i was gonna say slowly or gradually i would say Mm. so my first solo trip was to south africa so i mentioned i'm i'm half south african i have family who live there and this was i was 21 i was um still finishing university and my cousin was getting married and as my family live in the uk i was the only one who could kind of take the time off to go to her wedding so that was quite a nice way to start um, because I knew who was on the other side waiting for me I knew where I was going I was already familiar with the place it was actually traveling you know on the flight getting to the airport and so on um that I did completely on my own so I think for me that worked quite well um just because I was like well I know what I'm doing I've been to this airport I've been to that airport I know what to expect and things like that Um, but my first proper solo trip when there was no one that was waiting for me that I knew on the other side was when I went to the States I worked on a summer camp Mm. so again it was work related and it was kind of I knew sort of who was expecting me but it wasn't like someone I knew personally it wasn't like any family or friends Um, so yeah that was the first time kind of navigating a brand new airport I think it was Boston um, Mm, I flew it to And then getting the bus from there up to Maine. (laughs) Um, So, yeah, figuring that out. And um, yeah, luckily, both of those countries were English speaking. So, again, as an English speaker myself, that made my life a lot easier. So, it's kind of like taking it in steps. I think that's how I would suggest um, people should travel solo if they're nervous about it. You know, if you're an English speaker, go to an english-speaking country because that will make your life a lot easier if you're a french speaker go to a french-speaking country or you know whatever it might be if you speak another language go to a country that speaks that language as well as your own if you know you have the options um because yeah obviously navigation i think can be quite a big thing it can be quite intimidating um and of course if there's a language barrier that can be a big worry for a lot of people so if you do know a bit of the language already maybe go somewhere that speaks the language (laughs) Mm. Um, because yeah then going to Thailand was the next trip I did after the States and um, although I traveled a little bit on my own by that point it was still very it it can be very overwhelming you know the first time you go anywhere no matter how experienced you are um, yeah it can be overwhelming for anyone so I think that's also a good point to know is you're not alone you're not the only one who might be feeling nervous or inexperienced or something like that so um, yeah, that's mm. my that's my little comment on that. <laughs> <laughs> the, the thing mm. is, I mean,
0: your advice is fabulous, but also my my experience with my first solo trip was the complete opposite of yours. So <laughs> mm.
1: yeah, yeah because yours was a Morocco. <laughs> it was <Yeah>. Morocco. Mm.
0: <laughs> so um, I took a completely different approach, but, Truly, people can take the the approach that they feel comfortable with. But for me, I wanted to do an approach which was basically challenge myself the most on my first solo trip. (laughs) And I went to Morocco um, and I didn't speak French or Arabic or anything. So navigating, as you were saying, it was Mm -hmm. a huge challenge. I couldn't communicate um, or anything like that. Mm. Um, But I was going to Morocco to study abroad. It was my last uh, semester in university, in uni, Mm -hmm. and so it was, I mean, a bit different experience. It wasn't necessarily just going for travel. I was going there to study and an internship. But at the same time, I didn't know the people I'd be meeting or anyone there. I didn't know a single person. So I was still going to a completely unknown country where I didn't speak the language Mm. um, and all of that. But for me, it felt comfortable enough um, that I wanted to do it anyways, because I wanted to see, can I do this travel stuff and can I do it on my own? And what does it feel like? A culture, religion, and language that I have no, like, knowledge about, essentially.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, and it's, it's that thing where, you know, we can give our advice, but it doesn't mean it will work for everyone listening. You know, we had two completely different ways of going about That's it. and Definitely. it worked for us, you know. I mean, I don't know. I probably would have been fine going somewhere that didn't speak the language, but, you know, it's in the past. I can't change the way that I've you know had my experiences and actually I think it's those were kind of like easy steps and I think it made me realize okay well it's kind of I can do this anywhere in a way um Mm -hmm. so I think if I had just gone say straight to Thailand or straight to Russia even I would have figured things out I mean it's I think it's human nature really isn't it just to sort of figure things out as you go along and you have to learn to become independent at some point uh, no matter how independent you think you are already (laughs) um you know when I was 21 I was like yeah I'm this independent hair flick over the shoulder kind of thing I can do anything." um but you know there definitely have been times when I've been traveling where I've been like all I want right now is someone to tell me what to do (laughs) but then I'm like there isn't anyone I have to do it myself and I think it is quite a good way to realize that um and then afterwards you know you can like You can remind yourself, actually, I've done it before. I can do it again. So, yeah. Oh, yeah.
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, just take our advice as you want. You know, we're just... We have two different stories. We're two different people. Just because our story and experience of how we started solo travel is the way is. Mm It doesn't mean you got to take it, you know. You can approach how you want to do your first solo trip as you want. Um, (laughs) But really... I don't know we're just here to share our stories that's that's pretty much yeah yeah definitely
1: (laughs) and another thing I was going to add as well I mean I'm sure you've heard lots of people saying oh I want to go with a friend or I want to go with Mm -hmm. my sister or my whoever Um, it's I think you know maybe people want to go solo traveling but again you know they're too scared to do it on their own Um, And when I've travelled, so when I was in the States, I met people who worked at the summer camp with me and then afterwards, when we would finished our work, we would, well, we travelled around a little bit together as a group, but we allowed each other our own space. Um, So although we were sort of travelling together, we had days where we were just wandering around the city on our own. Um, And I think that can be a nice way to sort of gradually get into solo travel, you know, sure, you can go with your friends if you feel uncomfortable, you know, at the airport on your own, for example. But once you're actually there, you know, spend the first day together with your friends. But if there's things you want to do and they don't want to do that, you know, you can say, okay, well, how about we meet at lunchtime? We'll meet this evening. We'll do our own thing in the day. And I think, you know, you sort of learn to do your own thing and, you know, you still have the support if you need it. Um, but yeah, you have that sort of balance, I guess. And that can mm. be quite a good way to, you know, step into. The idea of solo sort of travel yeah. without really doing it, if that makes sense.
0: Mm. I'm glad you mentioned that. Yeah, I feel like a good piece of advice for people at home is wherever it is that you are in the world already, maybe try and take yourself out for an adventure on your own Mm, yeah like yeah like it can be something as simple as maybe going out to dinner by yourself or going to Mm -hmm. the the movie like go to see a movie or I don't know a small little road trip or some some small adventure of something that you would enjoy
1: yeah and Um, it's like you don't even have to travel outside of your home country I mean I live in the UK it's quite small I could drive a couple of hours you know and that could be I could go on a day trip by myself and that still counts, you know, mm-hmm. if I go by my own, on my own. Um, <laughs> it still counts as solo travel, technically speaking. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, no, you're right. I agree with that. Um, and the more you do it, the less intimidating it is. I mean, I still haven't gone to the cinema on my own, um, but I mm-hmm. have been to many cafes on my own. It was It's one of my favourite things to do, actually. Um, people watching or reading my um, book or... I don't I know. I agree. Like that.
0: <laughs> yeah. Well... I um, was people watching today in a cafe just enjoying having my cup of tea and I brought Mm. my book and um, and then also actually later today I'll be going to the cinema because in Thailand Wednesdays are discounted movies so I go a lot of times (laughs) (laughs)
1: love that
0: (laughs) yeah but I think it starts small like you don't have to just completely um go on a solo trip like for the first time and like dive all the way in Mm. um it can start small where you just start doing things on your own um like eating by yourself or going on a day trip by yourself and see how you feel and see Mm. you know how the adventure is
1: yeah exactly and i mean i know a lot of people a lot of my friends um you know they look at me and say oh i wish i could do that and i'm like well you can yeah it doesn't have to be exactly the same thing that i'm doing because your life your circumstances are very different to mine you know maybe your job won't allow you uh to travel for six months and yeah you know be a bit of a digital nomad or whatever um but yeah like you say start small start at home just have a weekend to yourself or just a day to yourself um and yeah it's the world is your oyster as they say so Woo, the world is definitely. yours
0: <laughs> yes definitely yeah. um let's see what else could we talk about maybe oh what countries have you gone to
1: oh so many so obviously i mentioned i've worked in about well not including the uk i've worked in three countries abroad for so the us thailand and russia um, but yeah, i visited South Africa many times, Namibia, we actually did a road trip from Cape Town to Namibia a few, about five years ago and mm. I, I, I don't mind road trips but um, there's five of us in my family and it was also we packed everything we had <laughs> into our little car mm. so there wasn't much leg room so doing that for about a week long road trip just i was a bit tired by the end of it um <laughs> but it was still i look back on it now and i'm like oh that was fun just at the time i was a bit grumpy but um anyway um i've also visited a lot of countries in europe um france spain germany um italy i've been to italy once so i want to go back again because i went there on a school trip and as fun as school trips can be um i don't know i i don't think I would do those same things again now that i'm Mm -hmm. a 25 year old you know uh when i was 17 sure it was fun but now i have other things i'd want to see um where else have i been i've been to turkey recently which is lots of fun (laughs) and um been to a few scandinavian countries i've been quite lucky my family loves to travel um we've done a lot of family trips together so that's why um you know, I might be listing off loads of places, but yeah, I'm just very lucky to have a family who like to travel so much. And, um, kind of growing up, it was quite a big thing. You know, we'd always go to South Africa over our summer holidays because we're family there, my grandparents were living there, cousins, and aunts, and uncles, and everyone. Um, so we were kind of raised to sort of appreciate and value those trips because it was only once a year. Um, and you know, as I got older, I think I started to think. I feel almost bad because we go to South Africa every year and we realise it's quite an expensive flight, first of all, and it's quite a privilege Mm. to be able to do that, whereas my friends, you know, might not be able to do anything like this. But I was also like, but also not all of my friends have family who live abroad. They can see their family every day if they'd like to, Um, whereas we only have this one time a year. So it was a really special thing. And I think that has, I don't know, not necessarily been ingrained, but it's still yeah I really value traveling when I do it because I know I'm very lucky to be able to live a life where travel is a big part of it and I'm financially able (laughs) to support myself Um, although sometimes it is a bit more difficult but you know we won't get into that today (laughs) Um, but yeah so I've traveled a lot but um, I try to not be like big-headed about it you know I try not to be like oh yeah I've been to this place and I've been to this place and look at me I'm so amazing mm-hmm. <laughs> you know it's more like uh yeah I don't know I I've been to this place and that's that I don't know I don't even really know if I'm explaining it very well but um
0: yeah well, I, I get you I get <laughs> you yeah travel is definitely a privilege and it's something I feel so thankful for
1: mm. but it's
0: true yeah I mean For traveling, there definitely has to be some funds to some extent, Mm -hmm. Um, and privilege is a big part of it because you've got a British passport, I've got an American passport. Those, you know, automatically we're just allowed to go to so many countries very easily. Um, And once I started to learn about this, like the passport privilege, I was like, "Whoa, (laughs) I have to use it."
1: Yeah, Yeah. definitely. Yeah. Yeah, and it's it's one of those things. It's like it oh, it sucks that it's a thing. I mean, like, I've got a South African passport as well. I've got dual citizenship. but yes. I barely ever use that one unless I'm going to South Africa. Um, and in that case, it's helpful. But, um, yeah, like, having a British passport. A lot of my Russian friends and colleagues were like, you know, they said very similar things, you know. They were like, we can't really do anything with our Russian passports. And, um, you know, that just made me so sad. I was like, oh, I just wish it wasn't the case. And, yeah, you know, it's it sucks. But, you know, I guess if you are in a position where you can use your passport to literally go anywhere i think use it would be a shame yeah it would be a shame not to use it so yeah, make yeah
0: the most- i agree because yeah. for a lot of americans actually they don't travel um cuz i didn't grow up with a lot of travel truthfully like we would go on vacations for the summer and things like that go on holiday um it would be within the us mm. and i think it's just mostly because um people in the states um yeah we don't have as much time off um to go on holiday compared to europeans so a lot of times if we do have time off we tend to just do a vacation around in the u.s Mm -hmm. seeing other family members maybe um, on vacation there or yeah so i mean i've seen a lot of Uh, places in the U.S., but my traveling didn't really start until very, very recently, Um, so the countries I've gone to the first, um, oh wait, no, it wasn't, Um, my family, we we did go on uh, like some cruises Mm -hmm. in the U.S., a lot of Americans do that. Um, at the time when I was like a teenager and everything, that was great, but I'm not a cruise person now at all. <laughs> but we went and visited like Jamaica and the Bahamas and Mexico and Haiti and things like that. Um, but I don't really count that I've gotten to experience that country, but I've technically been. Mm. Um, but my actual traveling, I would say, started just in 2019 when I first went to Morocco. I went to Spain, I went to Egypt, I went to um, Laos, Thailand, Malaysia, Yeah. <laughs> um, wow, I went to so many places in the first year of 2019 yeah. when I started traveling. Um, and then, yeah, obviously it had to have a bit of a stop, but I've mm-hmm. got many um, countries I will be going to this year and next year, so <laughs> woo! I love traveling a lot, yeah. a lot.
1: You know it's funny you mention about 2019 being such a big travel year for you cuz it's the same for me like before even we met um cuz earlier in 2019 I went to well it wasn't a solo trip but I went with some friends to uh Geneva in Switzerland and then we went over to France and we had like a week long gals trip <laughs> and um then I went to the states again that year I worked in a summer camp two years in a row and then I went to South Africa after that, and then I went to Thailand, and a lot of my friends were like, jeez, Janet, Ooh. like, <laughs> do you not want to stay in the UK? And I was like, not really, no.
0: <laughs> I mean, nothing yeah. personal,
1: but, <laughs> you know, there was this, I don't know where I saw this quote, but it's one I love, and it's, um, life is short and the world is wide. And I was like, yes, Ooh. this is something I live by, <laughs> so. I like that,
0: yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, 2019 was a huge travel year for me i went to yeah essentially all of my countries that i've been to was all in that year and it was like six
1: or seven i can't remember yeah Yeah. i did a lot yeah yeah wow because i don't think i've really traveled as intensively you know in that sort of time period or even within a year um, before or since 2019 you know the first few months of 2019 i didn't really travel at all i guess i was saving up And then obviously 2020 happened. Um, I was, we were both still in Thailand. Um, You were there a lot longer than I was. Um, But then later that year, I went to Moscow. Um, So, yeah, still traveled, but not as much as I would have liked, perhaps. Um, And then, yeah, 2021, I was pretty much stationed in Russia. So, Mm -hmm. (laughs) as much as I would have liked to have traveled more within Russia. Um, As I was working there, um, it you know you can only travel so much within your days off and your weekends and so on and your holidays so it was a little bit difficult with my time off and I wish I could have traveled more around Russia and that's something I kind of I kind of regret but I also know that I didn't really have like much leeway in terms of my time off you know it's kind of like this is when you work this is when you don't work you know um And of course, now with everything happening in Ukraine, I left much earlier than I would have liked. I'm actually meant to still be in Russia. Um, (laughs) But anyway, yes. Um, And yeah, part of my plan was to travel in, I think, in March, in February and in May um, around. So, you know, all of those things couldn't happen. But, you know, just it's like with Thailand, you know, it was cut short because of the pandemic for me um mm-hmm. and i have every intention to go back and sort of see the places i didn't get to see and it's the same with russia i want to go back when everything's calmed down hopefully sooner rather than later um and see the things that i didn't want to see because yeah it was one of those places i never thailand as well i never it wasn't at the top of my bucket list but i'm so glad i went and kind of experienced it not as a tourist you know yeah I like yeah we special about that <laughs>
0: Oh yeah, we did. We had a special yeah. experience in Thailand. Uh, I've, yeah. I've still been here, but yeah, me and Janet, we were both teaching in a small rural village in a province that most people have no clue about, even Thai mm. people. Yeah. <laughs> That's where we were teaching. Oh yeah. <laughs> real Thailand, as some might say. <laughs> yeah, rural, real Thailand.
1: Oh yeah. my gosh. Yeah. I mean, I would go back and visit, you know, if I was there on holiday, I'd be like, yeah, I can't remember what number bus I need to get, but I'll try and figure it out. (laughs) Yes,
0: (laughs) I can tell you it's bus 80. (laughs) (laughs) Love it. (laughs) Yeah, but um, I think something you were talking about, um, it reminded me, with travel, like, the biggest, biggest thing you learn is flexibility, because things, oh my gosh, flexibility is the biggest thing you learn, because... I had a completely different plan as well in 2020, 2021, heck, even 2022. So, yeah, it's crazy. I ended up staying in Thailand during 2020. um, And I kind of didn't expect for that to happen. I don't know. But when the pandemic was happening, I wanted to kind of stay put. Um, And I was content with um, my life in Thailand. Like, I ended up loving it so much um but yeah i ended up staying and i'm still in thailand now even which honestly is wild but yeah (laughs) in 2020 i had thought i was going to hit up many many countries like around um another five countries and obviously that
1: didn't happen so Mm -hmm. flexibility is a big thing definitely and i think as much as possible you have to remain hopeful, um, but also realistic, and I think it can be quite a hard balance for me, anyway. Because you know, once I've got a plan set, once I know what I want to do, if I'm, especially if I'm excited about it, you know, with the Ooh, pandemic, yeah. and then obviously when I was in Russia and the Ukraine situation started, like um, it was so hard to sort of mentally accept these changes because I was like, it's it's not yeah. fair, first of all, and it's not. I mean, I know that I'm in a much more privileged position than a lot of other people um but it was still like you know in my head I was like it's not part of the plan like what's going on like I I couldn't sort of accept any of it you know um even though I had to it was so hard for me to sort of adjust to that and now looking back you know with hindsight and all um it's easier to say like oh just do this or just do that but in the moment it yeah it can be quite emotional I think for some people especially yeah if you've been saving up for something or you're really excited for this trip or you get around to solo traveling and then it gets canceled or whatever. Hard to deal (laughs) with. But uh, (laughs) yeah, it's like you say, just the more it happens, as much as it sucks, the more you are, you know, you can become more flexible with your plans and just see where life takes you. Um, Mm -hmm. You know, and these countries are always going to be there. Um, They're not going to go anywhere. So you know whatever the reason is that like you can't travel to them at this point in time or if your plans have changed yeah. they're still going to be there when you get to a point where you can go and visit them I mean it's like I wanted to go to Japan and visit my brother who's been mm-hmm. teaching there for a few years and the pandemic meant I couldn't go um, yeah. yeah I'm still like okay well you know it's still it's still there I can still go <laughs> at some point just not right now so yeah mm. <laughs> Is he, is he still there by the way he is still there, yeah, he oh, said he might wow. be coming back home for a little break in the summer, but it's still to be confirmed, um, <laughs> so oh, wow. at least we'll get to see him, although they're not in Japan, but it, it is what it is. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yes, definitely. I had a thought, but I completely lost it after all, that. I'm, <laughs> I'm not sure what I was going to go with it after that, but...
1: Yeah. Maybe oh, okay. yeah. you're not thinking.
0: <laughs> yeah, I do remember something along the lines of just like, yeah, we're telling the real stuff here, people. I don't know. But mm. I had like somewhere I was going to go with it. but <laughs> spilling the tea. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah.
0: Mm. Yeah, well, I mean, okay, I have another thought here. Mm-hmm. Like, wherever it is that you are in the world, this has been kind of... Mm, I don't want to say a trend but something people have been mentioning like since we haven't been able to do international travel but Mm. it is getting back to um, more possible to travel again internationally but something that I didn't expect to happen was I now since I ended up staying in Thailand so long I have such a big understanding of Thailand in general Mm. and I've seen so much more of Thailand than I ever thought I was going to so while all of those trips and countries were canceled that I didn't get to go to, eventually, someday I will. Mm. But instead, I got to have other very positive, um, enriching experiences in Thailand where I got to see a lot of the country.
1: Yeah, definitely. Yeah, and it's one of those things, you know, it's, it's like, well, during 2020, I'm sure it's the same in many countries, but I know here uh, in the UK, a lot of people were well, once we were allowed to sort of leave our houses and the lockdowns were starting to mm-hmm. ease. So over the summer of 2020, a lot more people were promoting, um, like, staycations. And, yes, you know, the UK is pretty good for that. I think it kind of goes through phases of, you know, staycations being popular and then not so popular and popular again and, you know, things like that. But um, I guess when it's, when you have to stay at home, but you're allowed to travel within your home country, you know make the most of it and actually I think that made me realize how much there is to see in my home country or you know wherever it is that you might be based you know for you if it's Thailand or someone in like I don't know Australia or (laughs) you know um it's yeah there's so much to see much closer than I think a lot of people take for granted wait does that make sense and take it for granted that it's so close to us um You know, I wouldn't have necessarily thought of doing a road trip up to Edinburgh, for example. Not that I've done it yet, but it's something I would like to do. Um, And I probably wouldn't have realistically thought about it had it not been for the pandemic. So Mm
0: -hmm.
1: there are definitely pros and cons in terms of travel and the way we think about travel now, you know, post lockdowns. I was going to say post pandemic, but the pandemic isn't really over. So
0: yeah lockdown stuff yeah Yeah.
1: first lockdown
0: (laughs) definitely yeah i know a lot of people in the u.s they started realizing wow we're not like adventuring enough so they started to realize once okay there's no more lockdowns we don't have to stay inside our homes we should see the u.s more and so people were inspired to see more of the u.s i i could tell people were Mm -hmm. more adventurous so i'm glad to see that
1: yeah and i think it's funny for me anyway i i've always you know been into watching youtube videos and stuff i I follow a variety of different people but i think really during the pandemic it was when i started following a lot of travel vloggers and bloggers and instagrammers and things like that just because i wanted you know to get out there again and um Yeah, I think there are a lot of people, you know, who started van life, for example, hashtag van life. (laughs) And even I was like, oh, I want to buy a van and I want to do that. Now, probably not. But, you know, I think it was so popular, but it's such a good way to get around. And I was like, you know, why didn't people do this before the pandemic? You know, it's just, it makes a lot of sense if that's, if it fits your lifestyle. Mm. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. There's so many people I've seen, you know, who've done like, UK road trips or Wales or Ireland or Scotland road trips you know specific areas of the UK and Ireland and um, you know I think it's just amazing that so many people were able to share their travels in their back garden almost (laughs) Mm -hmm. um, and inspire others and I was just like yes this is something that we can we can uh, appreciate and we should appreciate and (laughs) um, yeah until internationally like we used to make the most of what we've got
0: yeah a lot of people in the US they do like to do road trips though it's like the more Mm -hmm. affordable option because flights are quite expensive in the US domestic flights what the heck (laughs) I don't know that's just a side note but yeah I even have a friend who during yeah 2020 bought a van and is doing van life even currently now
1: Uh, yeah that's really
0: awesome.
1: yeah Um, what was I going to say No, I think it's gone. Never mind.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: Something about van life, probably. Van remember.
0: life is the best life. No. Yeah. <laughs> that's cringy. No. It's a little bit.
1: That's <laughs> <laughs> cringy.
0: I don't know. I feel like I want to say some quotes and stuff, but I don't really think that's me. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you know, we've got time for that. We can work on it.
0: <laughs> yeah, we could. We could. But I don't know about you. Do you have any other thoughts you want to share with our listeners?
1: Um, not off the top of my head. I think I've pretty much covered what I was thinking of saying, other than the points I've forgotten. But <laughs> Yeah. I
0: yeah. feel like this is a good introduction episode.
1: Yeah, definitely. And there's more that we can talk about next time, I think. So it might be a good point to bring this one to an end
0: yeah i'd say i'd say it's a good time to end it um but to all of our (laughs) listeners yeah you new listeners out there we're (laughs) janet and liz solo travelers yeah and this is our podcast yes can't wait for more (laughs) yes do you have anything you want to end it on
1: um well thank you for listening if you've been listening for this whole podcast um I don't know if you, Liz, had any um, idea on how long this one was going to be, but I was just kind of like, yeah, it'll probably be like 10, 20 minutes. Sure. But like I said at the beginning, I could talk about travel all day. So the fact that it's coming up to like 35, 40 minutes, I'm, I'm not mad about it.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Honestly, I think it shows we have so much we can share. So tune in. We're planning to do a podcast every week. We hope we can do that. But we don't, we don't promise anything with that. But yeah, that's our goal. Yeah. That's our goal.
1: As we've learned over the last couple of years, life just sometimes gets in the way. So, you know, we're going to be flexible.
0: Flexible.
1: (laughs) With our (laughs) scheduling. (laughs) But yeah, we'll try and aim for weekly. Try. That's our goal.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Okay. Well, thanks for listening, everyone. We're Janet and Liz, and this is our podcast. I don't know. (laughs) That's the end.
1: Woohoo. End song, you know, maybe we can edit something. (laughs) (laughs) love it